um, I had an outward appearance and it was looking all good, but on the inside I was broken. And on the inside I had um, a, lot of, a lot of things going on. And uh, for years and years, um, I used to make believe that I had a different life so in, in my mind. Anyone's ever done that? So like I would literally go to school and do the things that, that I wanted to do, but in my mind I created a movie version of my life, like a picture-perfect version of what I wanted my life to be while I was living in a life that wasn't picture-perfect. And that was my only way to um, kind of deal and cope with trauma. Some people get angry, some people, you know, go into drugs and all that sort of stuff. I did do a little bit of that. It wasn't really my thing. I, I did all that because everyone else was doing it. What, what else do you do? You're either odd one out, so you may as well join the crowd, join the club and go out, get drunk and have some drugs and do what everyone else is doing. But I had this broken emptiness on the inside of me and um, nothing was filling. And it's just a deep ache. You wake up with it, you go to bed with it. You, it just doesn't matter what you do. Anyone had it before? This ache in your heart, this ache in your spirit. Um, back, in, back in that time, it wasn't as... Um, there wasn't such an awareness of mental health and depression and all that and anxiety. It was, it was just, you know, you just toughen up, you just harden up, buttercup. You just get up and keep going. That's just how it was. I, I was on the back end of the once a warrior's days. We got caught up in the back of Kawaka pub there, and uh, me and my brother here would just sit up in the corner, eat our chocolate peanuts while they have a big rumble at the pub. And we'll just rumble in the dark, and it was all good, it was just normal. Well, someone's going get, to get, get dealt to, and that was just the way of it. Anyone lived in those days? Oh, you were part of the instigator of those <laughs> moments. So once in Warriors was, uh, you know, although a movie was, was life for many of us. Um, and um, so coming from all that brokenness, all that trauma, all this stuff going on, I would escape to music and escape to all these, all these other things. I'd like to be alone, like to do things and get my mind semi-clear, but it's not clear because it's all over the place. And um, the moment when Jesus came, walked into my room and spoke to me, um, and when I said, yes, Lord, I'll follow you, that moment I felt like a, a whole person. I felt like a normal person. That's the only way I could describe it. I felt normal because, because of my inside it was so uh, abnormal because I was split up into so many personalities. When I come to the Lord, it was like, I finally feel like a normal person, and the peace of God is truly in my heart. The calmness of the kaipara that, I, that I'd seen growing up my whole life, that calmness is now in my heart, no longer a raging storm. In my heart, no longer split personalities, no longer trying to create this other reality of life. I had peace in my heart for the first time in my life, hence why the fear of the Lord come upon me, because I don't want to lose that peace. I don't want to lose that grace. I don't want to lose that encounter with the Lord. And so... Um, it was a little bit challenging at first because I had all my whānau there and friends there, you know, mocking and all that. Who, who has come to the Lord and everyone just mocks you? You think they're going to be happy for you because you're happy. But now that you're happy, they're going to mock you some more because your happiness is reminding them of how sad they are. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. But I was like, you don't know anything, I'm raised, not raised in all this sort of environment, and it was just like, man, I found something, I found something, what is this, Jesus, you know Jesus, and it's Jesus, <laughs> you don't want to know about Jesus, anyone want to know about Jesus, so I was just like, Jesus, you want to know Jesus, so I used to go around, didn't know all the Bible, I just knew, Jesus is real, he changed my heart, and he can change your heart too, so if you don't know what to preach, just start with what you know, yeah, you don't have right. to know all these scriptures, and some people know so much that they don't do anything. 
they just don't have any action, no, no action, just they know all the scriptures. How do you know these people write something on Facebook and then boom, they all come out of the water? <laughs> <laughs> it says here Romans 7, Romans 8, it's like, oh, that was my thing in COVID anyway, I was so bored, so just throw out the boom, you get on those Christian pages, Bible and Trinity and all that, have a big debate session. It was so amazing. <laughs> COVID's finished now, so I'm going to get back to doing some reality stuff, so um, I know I'm on this. So I removed myself from a lot of those Christian pages, because a lot of them are not even Christian. They say they're Christian, yeah. but they just like to have a good old argument, they've got opinions here. They care more about their opinion than loving their neighbour. They care more about being right than being right with the Lord. Oh, that's a word for somebody. <laughs> So, you know, we can get highly opinionated and, and argue all the scriptures, but when you're going through life and when you're dealing with someone struggling with suicide and all these other issues, who cares about trying to be right about what the scriptures say? I mean, we've got to know what the scriptures say, but when you've got a life and death situation, people struggling, everything around you is falling apart and you need the realness of Jesus to touch that situation, all that stuff, I was going to say another word, all that stuff goes out the window and all you're cared about is the heart of this person in front of you that needs some healing and needs the real Jesus to touch his heart. Amen? Amen. So that's, that's, um, that's, where I, that's where I come from and that's why the fear of the Lord is so important. The fear of the Lord will stop you from sin. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect and I don't sin. We all fall short of God's glory every single day. But there's a pursuit of God that, that says, Lord, I want to become more and more like you. I want to decrease so that you can increase. Lord, perfect in me that which you started in me. There's this passionate pursuit and desire to be more and more like Christ. Amen? There's that prayer that you pray in your heart. Lord, may I decrease, may you increase. When people see me, may they see you. When they hear me, may they hear you. Because if they hear me, there's nothing in me. There's nothing special about me. There's nothing special about you. We, we, we get all, you know, high and mighty, got these big titles and all this, big apostles, prophet, pastor, evangelist, big business owner, or whatever it is. Who cares? That means nothing when you stand before the Lord. It, it means nothing. What matters is, did you look after your wife? Did you look after your children? How big is your church? How many people do you got in there? What program did you make? All of that. Your, your first thing, look after your wife, look after your children. Take care of them, and then outside of that, you, you do the money down here. It's taken me ages to get there. It's taken me, I've been in ministry over 10 years now, and I was out there trying to save the world, and then my whole family, the whole world was in my family, because it's like, I'm the, I'm the answer, I'm the solution to what is going on there. We're not the answer, we're not the solution. Jesus is the answer. The moment you realize that you wear this frail little clay, frail little dirt, there's nothing special about us at all. We're just dirt that has the breath of God. Boom, then we become something. When God takes the dirt that he breathes into us, without Christ we are nothing. I was up early this morning under the stars and the heavens is open, it's so beautiful and I'm just praying this prayer and tears are rolling down my face and I'm saying, Lord, I'm just nothing without you. When I don't have you, Lord, I'm all nasty, mean, I can have some thoughts, I can do all the silly things that we do, but when I have you, Lord Jesus, I'm, I'm more close to a connection with who I really am, made in your image, and you are made in God's beautiful image. So it's time to wake up. 
they not be like I want to be real Christians are so religious, like they are so critical, so religious, know it all, all this stuff. Jesus is coming back for a church without spot or blemish, we're high and mighty, we think we're all this and all that. The moment we realize Jesus is all this, he is all that, he's everything, he's powerful, he's holy, and then we just we just come to him by his grace and by his mercy. And the reason why we can call upon him is because he gives us the breath to even call upon him. When we realize that Jesus is everything, then we realize, Lord, I'm just a vessel in your hands. I remember for years I used to pray, Lord, I want to go here, I want to go there, I want to preach over here, preach over this big, this big church, make me a big, big whatever, Lord. I want to be a mouthpiece for you, I want to talk to world leaders, all of that stuff, you know, passion and pursuit of God. And now I don't even care about any of that. I just say, Jesus, I just want to see whatever that looks like. Because one people's secret doesn't matter, Lord, because I want to become more like you. Amen? Amen. So you kind of go around the cycle, around the circle, and then there's a little bit of growing up to do, and then you come into a place where you just like realize without Christ, honestly, we're nothing. Without Christ, and as pastor saying, we hold on to the end of this garden. Because it's in the stage where you're one with him. You're in his heart and he's in your heart. Amen? Amen? Mm-hmm. So Lord, we just pray that we'll be one with you. Holy. Your word says, as you are, so are we in this world. So Lord, we ask for that one to come and yeah, do our hearts, Lord. The reality of what you prayed in John 17, may we live that, Lord. Yes, sir. May we live that, Father. We give you all the glory. Give you all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We're going to have a good cry after this game. Also, we're going to need communion um, after I preach. I won't go on too long. But we're going to be doing communion, and we're going to do that every um, service. We're going to have to make a few little changes because we feel it's going to be important. Amen. To remember what Christ has done. Amen. Not just that Easter time or those times, you know, but... Pass that as well. No, that's not a story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, here's your neighbor and say, we've got some growing up to do. Growing up to do. I'm very excited about it. I know. Katie's laughing because she's like, that's your favorite person to be. There's a lot of growing up to do. Repent. 
accurate representation of the Father's being. Whatever he said was as though the Father was saying it. Isn't that amazing? That's yeah. awesome. Thank you, Lord. Now, that was Jesus. Now, Jesus died so that he could bring us into that same place right. of huyos. That's right. Many of us have been technos, immature sons, but God wants us to be mature sons right. because Romans 8 says all the creation is waiting for the huyos, the sons of God, to be revealed so that when we speak, it be as though the Father speaks.
when I came to Jesus, he had to come to me because I didn't listen to anyone.
And if there are demon forces that are trying to hold you down and restrict you and meet you in a collision course, there's only one way through it. You can't go around it. You have to become a huyos. Turn to neighbor and say, I'm a huyos. I am. <laughs> <laughs> now, you have to say, Chris, oh. I'm in the right place. At the right time. Who here, I'm on the straight up, you've been attacked by Satan in my recently spiritual warfare. Yes. Come on, put your hand up. Look at all the huyos. like that rock out in the ocean when the waves hit it that does not move. You're immovable, you're unshakable, but there's only one way through it and you've got to go straight through it. Yeah. I'm telling you this because you're going to come into a collision course whether you like it or not. You can run, you can scream, you can squeal. <laughs> what you've got to do is what Jesus did and say, it is Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. And this is why Satan gets us out of this book so that we're word illiterate, because once we start to get this word, it's a double-edged sword that's sharper than bone and marrow that cuts and slices the demon. So don't go to fear unless you have released some word to slice that demon. Amen. Amen. Any warriors in the house? Hallelujah. I want you to get your pot back. Right. Get that fresh wind back. Get that, get that um, courage that you once had. Get that back. Take it back. Fight for your family. Fight for the people around you. Stand in the gap for them. Intercede for them. Do whatever it takes so that you can take out the demon. But be in that place of sonship, huios, relationship, intimacy with God. You come before the Lord and you come out like a lion. And you're taking down every force that tries to come against you. Not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the living God. Amen. 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 So we're looking for who your sons and daughters. And God is in this in this hour, in this season, He's dealing with the church so that we can be mature sons and daughters because there is some work that we need to do. There are some demonic powers and principalities we need to kick out of our region and kick out of the law. Yep. And I don't say that in a proud way. A lot of Christians do do that. They get proud and then they get taken out. I'm saying this by the grace of the Lord and the Huyos Son to say, Lord, I'm coming in alignment with you so that we can do your money, do your work, and then when we come home to be with you, we hear the word, well done, my Huyos. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So there's many of you here today, and you're under attack right now. You've been through the challenge. You've been through life. But I prophesy a fresh wind is coming. Yes. Right. A fresh grace is coming. A fresh wave that you don't do on your strength, but by the strength of the Lord. Amen. To lift you up. To put wind in your sails again. And to prepare you forward into what the Lord has for you. So that you can get your fight back. Amen. To fight for those around you. But to work out your salvation with fear and trembling of them. And to be a true representation of a huyos. 
Son of God. Amen. 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 So it's time that we disconnect ourselves from orphan spirit and connect to spirit of sonship. Orphan spirit, where you're full of gossip, slander, critical, unthankful, distant, where you don't, you're not dependent on anyone else but yourself. Or the spirit of sonship, where you lift people up, you're thankful. You connect to God, you're dependent on God and on others. And you're in that place of God's obedience. We're going to come into a place of huyos, all creation that will enter the manifestation of the sons of God. Amen. 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 So many of you who have been attacked, here's the word of the Lord for you. Attack back. Absolutely. He will flee. He just hit back. But you can't do it if you don't have that wind in your, in your sail. You lost that wind, but God's giving a fresh wind. Come on. You hit back. Holy. You're struggling. You get up early. You go into the presence of the Lord. You bow your knees. And then this is what you do. You fight. You fight the good fight of faith. Yes. For those that you're fighting for, for those that you love. And like I always say, a good fight is a fight where you win. <laughs> But your fight is is not a wrestle against flesh and blood, and your fight is not an arrogance, you're going with the strength. Your fight is to be in oneness with God. And when you're in that place, coming down that place as a Hurios, as a mature son, getting the wisdom, the strategy from the Lord to apply in a practical way, and applying your faith, then that faith will move that mountain, whatever you're facing. So for those of you who feel that you don't have that wind in yourselves, you lost it, you got winded on the process of life and as being a Christian, or you've been discouraged or disconnected, God's going to give a fresh wind again. If you're a runner, you know what it's like to run, and you're out of your last breath, and then out of nowhere a fresh wind comes, you get your second wind. Five even going, and another wind, another wind is coming for you today. In the name of Jesus. Everyone please stand. Hallelujah. We're gonna pray and then our pastor's gonna come up and do communion. Some of you, it's just letting the Lord love on you. Yes, Lord. 
Jesus fill you again. Father, we just come before you. We thank you that you are bringing us all into a place of puyos, mature sonship in you, Lord. That your desire, Lord, would be like you. So, Father, in your mighty name, I just pray that the sound of my voice, that you would release a fresh wind, Lord, a fresh grace for people to get their fight back, Lord, to get their courage back, to get back whatever has been taken or stolen, Lord. That feeling of losing momentum and being discouraged, that they would just live today and they just have a fresh encounter to know that you are God, that you've never left them nor forsaken them, and that you are right there with them. And for some of you, you've been praying for so long for prodigals to come home and for family members that hadn't happened yet. It's like, oh man, you know, I'm going to have that urgency there. But the Lord is going to give a fresh grace of urgency to continue to stand in the gap, to fight the good fight of faith. But we just honor you now. Um, if you're in this room and you need to lay some things down, you know that you've got to lay some things down. Then just in your own way, like I said, true repentance is you saying, Lord, I'm sorry, but you've got to come back to the Lord. Back to Jesus. If that is you, then you just you make that shift. You can be in worship or in a sermon and, and, and there's shifts going on and while, while people are talking to myself, you can be making that adjustment. I'm just taking time because the Lord is adjusting some hearts right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Anyone here today, you've never given your life to Jesus, we need to recommit your heart. You know that today is the day. You weren't here by accident. There's something that pulled you here, or your father invited you here. But you're here today. You're like, man, I, I need that fresh room. I need that peace. I need that stability in my life. I need the Spirit of God to touch my life. My life is broken. My life is a mess. It may look good on the outside, but on the inside, man, I'm just crumbling. Have you ever wondered where that anger, all that aggression comes from on the inside? That, that's a broken person on the inside. It's looking for healing and looking for hope. Only the Lord can heal that. If you're here and you're like, man, I'm going to do that, lift your hand right now. You need to reconnect your heart, recommit your heart. Lift your hand today. This is the day that the Lord has made. Thank you, Lord. And you just know, man, I've got to come back. I've got to commit for the first time. That is you, man. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I see your hand. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Just pray this prayer and we're going to do communion. Lord, here I am. Here I am. Make me like you. Make me like you, Jesus. More like you, Lord. More like you, Lord. Search my heart. Search my heart. Have your way. Have your way. In me. In me. And through me. And through me. For your purpose. For your purpose. For your glory. For your glory. You are the Son of God. You are the Son of God. You 
did die on the cross. He did die on the cross. You are my Lord and Savior. You are my Lord and Savior. You are. Amen. Everyone stay standing. We're going to take communion. It's going to get past the park. And, um, we're going to take communion this morning. And uh, communion is very powerful. Most of us know what communion is. Drinking the blood and eating the body of Christ. Recognizing his finished work on the cross, his resurrection, and everything that he's done for you. We're going to take communion. And um, so powerful, whatever breakthrough you're believing for, whether it's healing, deliverance, salvation, financial breakthrough, or you're believing God for a house, or whatever you're believing for. Thank you, Lord. Or you're believing God for a, a wife or a husband. Whatever it is between you and God, there's something powerful when you take the blood of Christ and the body of Christ, and you stand in faith, and you say, Lord, I'm in covenant with you. Every promise is yes and amen. Whatsoever I ask for, I believe I've already received it. It shall be given unto me. Lord, for your kingdom shall come and your will shall be done. I am righteous because you are righteous. There's something powerful when you connect your faith to the finished work of Jesus, the resurrection power of Jesus. I can tell you miracles will happen today in Jesus' name. So um, we're going to just get um, through our usher team come and, and hand us out and we have juice and wine so um, maybe get Leon if you're here and just a few of our mobile you can yeah. we'll get everyone to come it'll be easier, easier okay? so you all come grab your there's wine in that um, what do you call it that tray thing with the handle on so if you don't want to have any alcohol don't touch it <laughs> and all the rest is juice. So yeah, just come and grab it. Just come and grab it, and we'll take communion together, guys. All right, and then we'll go over pray. Yep. Yum. So wine over here, guys. Holy fish.
one thing I don't want to do is, is just think we become a casual thing where we just like when we do this and it's just so casual. But you know, we do it from a heart of reverence and honor.